Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Episode 156, How to Avoid Impulse Spending. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And for the 156th time, we are introducing ourselves. And most of you probably still don't know which one is which. (laughs) I'm so excited because today marks a special day. It's why I sang even more than I normally do during our intro. It is, tell them Jen. Our third anniversary of doing Frugal Friends. We've been doing this for three whole years. We can hardly believe it. I can't even believe we've been friends for that long. We've been friends for longer than that. That's true. Technically, because we yes. we did know each other. We for hung a year. out mm-hmm. yesterday and realized it was literally the four year anniversary of the first time we met. So so many special things happening. Yes. So we are excited to record this episode for the second time <laughs> because the first time I had technical difficulties. We so, still we still aren't perfect. Right. <laughs> After three years. Yes. And much like in personal finance, you will do it for a really long time and you will never be perfect at it. <sighs> Good so that's the moral of our podcasting journey. And since we're doing this again, we don't have to waste time. We can get right into our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by the Frugal Friends Florida Meetup. This year, we are doing a few in-person meetups, socially distanced, safe, outside, all the works, the works. And so our first one is actually tomorrow, April 17th in St. Petersburg, Florida. So to get the information on that, you can go to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash meetup. Um, There will be food. There will be fun. There will be friends, free food, and other free things at the meetup. So if you are in the area, anywhere in Florida, please visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash meetup. See where we'll be. And we hope to see you there. We got something really weird sent to us in the mail from Hulu that we're going to share with you all, and it's going to be a blast. So that'll be a surprise. (laughs) Yes. Um, But you're going to love it. Also brought to you by Accidental Success, like microwaves, penicillin, Post-it notes, 
the x-ray machine, this podcast. Accidental success. Don't be afraid of messing up. It may just turn into a massively good thing. Absolutely. Which is fitting because three years ago, we just thought we were having fun trying out a podcast and now look at us. Yeah. We're on the front page of Apple Podcasts. We just thought we were valley girls just shooting the breeze. <laughs> yeah, I always thought of myself as a valley girl. Right. And now Philly. other people still think of us as that, <laughs> just with three more years of podcasts under our belt. Yeah, master's level from Philly, valley girl. That makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. So speaking of episodes, if you are interested in impulse spending and you want to queue up some of our episodes to play after this, definitely head back into the archives and queue up episode 128, which is our episode on emotional spending with Leslie Tain. That one was really, really good. Mm, love that And one. then episode 133, How to Avoid Holiday Impulse Buying. We mentioned the holidays, but really it could come around any holiday or birthday or significant event. You can find some really valuable things in that one. So definitely great episodes to queue up for after this one. Yes. Let's get into it. Let's talk about impulse spending and how to avoid it. Yeah, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on our first quote unquote article. It's actually an infographic. And so if you visit our show notes, you will be able to see the infographic. But I thought that this had a lot of really great data. And we wanted to share this with you. So Jill already shared some of your thoughts before we started recording, but uh, let me know what you think of this. I don't want to bash it before we talk about some of the good stuff of it. (laughs) Well, let's talk about the good stuff. It's called The Psychology of Consumer Spending, and it's a lot of statistics, but it's from Illinois Lending. Yes. So it gives us just a basic snapshot of some of the compulsive shopping statistics, what we typically purchase when we compulsively shop, how much we spend in credit cards versus cash spending, reasons for compulsive shopping, like the infographic states, the psychology behind it, some of the mental reasons behind it, which always comes first. Our thoughts and feelings always come before an action. So we have to make those connections when we're looking at behaviors. So I think it helps to highlight those pieces One of the things that struck me, just because it is at the top of this infographic, and it gets thrown around a lot, so I want to make sure that that we look at this. It does talk about, it states that shopping addiction affects about 5% of the population. I just want to state here, we can throw around the word addiction and not really know what we're talking about here. Shopping addiction is not actually a diagnosable behavioral concern. While compulsive shopping can certainly lead to some negative things and have some adverse consequences, it's not actually in the DSM. We can't actually diagnose a shopping addiction. So I don't know where they're getting that percentage. Uh, It's not a diagnosable thing. It's not actually an addiction. Certainly, it can lead to some really maladaptive, difficult things in people's lives. But I just want to state that at the forefront. Yeah. But I mean, it does have some usable stats that can really put compulsive shopping into perspective because 
that is a thing. We do tend to overuse the word addiction on some things, but it doesn't negate the fact that shopping frequently, especially when unplanned, does have negative effects. So mm-hmm. the first stat that it states on here is over 90% of people who shop today make occasional impulse purchases that they didn't tend to buy initially. So I would really I would really argue that 100% of people who shop make some kind of occasional impulse buy. It doesn't matter who you are. It's easy to do, yeah. especially when you see something that, yeah, oh, this might fit a need. It wasn't necessarily on my list, but might as well get it or something inexpensive. I mean, maybe not every trip, but even as an intentional shopper and a frugal person, I'm sometimes throwing in a pack of gum I didn't plan on buying. Absolutely. Well, like you gum. love gum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would also argue with this stat. We, we really said we weren't going to bash it before we highlighted the good things, but here we are. It says women may comprise, may comprise, I love that um, mm-hmm. ambiguity in statistics, up to 92% of compulsive shoppers. And I believe that statistically women do make more purchases, do make more home purchases than men. That's data backed. But I do argue the fact that 92% of compulsive shoppers are women because I know a lot of men, just because they're buying different things, are still buying things that are unplanned. Well, the compulsive part isn't gender specific. Anyone right. can be compulsive and impulsive. So, all right, let's just move past that first section. Okay. <laughs> We're. I will point out, this is a stat I do believe, among compulsive shoppers, 58% have large debts. Mm. But that's a lot of people. Like, even if you're not a compulsive shopper, you can still have a large amount of student loan debt or maybe medical debt or something. Yeah. The common purchases. So I liked this section as well as the reasons for impulse purchasing. Mm -hmm. But the most common purchases that we will make when we're shopping compulsively is clothing, household items, shoes, jewelry, and items on sale. The big five. The big five. And all of these relative luxuries, right? Jewelry, shoes, household items, clothing. We're not talking food. We're not compulsively shopping for food. Sometimes though, I'm like throwing ice cream in my cart that I don't need. But these are the items that, and I think it's helpful to know, okay, these are the big five or even dig deeper to say which one is the one you typically go to. For me, it's definitely clothing. So if I'm out and about and I'm not actually planning on going for clothing, I won't even go up and down those aisles already talking about how to avoid compulsive, impulsive shopping. Mm -hmm. But And items on sale. Definitely, you can always find me in the clearance section. That's mine. That's such a fallacy that you're actually saving money when you're buying clearance items. You might be buying discounted items, but you're still spending money. So if you didn't need those items, it's not a good deal. And it often leads to compulsive purchases because, oh man, I've never seen this price on this type of item before. I better just buy it but I don't actually have a use for it. So beware, shoppers. Absolutely. I mean, we talked about this back in our holiday um, impulse shopping episode is that retailers will mark up things so that they can put them on sale because a sale is a marketing technique. It's not to help you. It is marketing because, again, items on sale is one of the big five. Yeah. 
And that's, I mean, definitely for me. Mm-hmm. So I know that. I liked this credit card versus cash spending section. And so I am a diehard credit card user. I don't use cash because it's inconvenient for me. And I have practiced frugality long enough to where I can use a credit card with confidence. I love the cash envelope method when you're first starting out and you really need to see what you're spending and how you're spending it. I love that. But it does say that $22 is the average cash transaction, while $112 is the average non-cash transaction, which was super, the difference there is, is wide. And I can see why, like, if I'm purchasing something very expensive, I'm obviously not going to pay in, you know, cash bills. Like, if mm-hmm. I'm buying a car on Craigslist, I might use... A check. I don't know if that's what they mean by like non-cash, but it definitely is big. So that's like important to note if you're trying to reduce your impulse spending or reduce your spending in general, a cash diet could be a really great way to kickstart that. Mm, yeah. You're not going to be likely to spend more than $22 on a transaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's shocking also how few people actually pay off their credit cards each month. This statistic states 45%, so less than half of people will pay off their credit cards each month. I imagine within our Frugal Friends community, that percentage would be much higher just because of our intentionality and looking at these things. But even for that reason, recognizing we may be less likely to pay off a credit card. So cash can really help us to tighten and rein this in and be more in tune with what we're purchasing, why we're purchasing yeah, do we want to be spending money on this thing? It's really common to have revolving credit card debt. Even Mm -hmm. like if you're not struggling financially, like I know so many people tell me, it's like, yeah, I have a couple grand in credit card debt. And I'm like, you have a, you have like a six figure job. You have like all, you have these things. Why can't you just pay off this credit card debt really quick in like a month or two and then, then keep it paid off? I guess it's one of those things, I guess I view them on the outside, it looks like they're doing well, but I don't know what's happening on the like, inside, but it is one of those things where it's like, credit card debt is notorious for being like the one thing that all financial professionals agree on. Like, Some people love debt and some people hate it, but everybody hates credit card debt. Yeah. So one thing we can all agree on. <laughs> So like it's the first kind of debt that should be going. Credit card debt, the yeah. unifier. The unif it is really brings us all together. <laughs> My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. 
Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Well, this next section gets into some reasons for compulsive shopping. And I'm going to tread lightly, carefully, and gently here because it is getting more into some deeper emotional roots mm-hmm. and does require some some soul searching, some looking at what is the why behind some of the compulsive shopping tendencies that I may have, especially if this is a very common thing. And please be kind to yourself if you see that this is happening. We don't mention these things because just to leave ourselves there, but to assess, to highlight what's happening and then to identify steps forward. We're not going to be able to change behaviors if we're also not looking at the thoughts and feelings that lead to those behaviors. So some of the things that this states, and, and I'll affirm that these can be present. They're not, not all of them are true. Not all of them have to be present. And this is not an exhaustive list, but certainly feelings of loneliness or depression or feeling out of control could lead somebody to go to the store and want to cope. It can be a coping mechanism. The first bullet point that they put on here is a pretty intensive one. Yeah. An emotionally deprived childhood. They just kick it off with something pretty (laughs) intense. Uh, and, and that can be true. It's not true every time, but where we are lacking something, where we're feeling a void, we will seek to fill that void, sometimes with beneficial things, sometimes with non-beneficial things. Compulsive shopping can be one of those. An inability to tolerate negative feelings or not wanting to look at some of the negative feelings this is a way that, you know, let me just go purchase something. I like the high that I get from it. I want to feel good. This will make me feel good. Sometimes there can be comorbidity, but between compulsive shopping and using that as a coping mechanism and hoarding. So when we talk about frugality and minimalism going hand in hand, certainly compulsive shopping and hoarding can go hand in hand. Um, again, all of those are rooted in some some emotional and mental health concerns as well. A desire to seek excitement, a need for approval, lack of impulse control, a desire to have control, any of these things can lead to making purchases that I did not intend to make. 
don't just take our word for it. Do your own research on this. Consider your own patterns and the ways that you cope and not just removing this, right? Not just taking these tips and no longer compulsive shopping, but replacing it with something, still caring for yourself. These are some deep rooted things. And so definitely looking for ways to care for yourself in that place that is beneficial for you. Yeah, they definitely put in some deep ones on here, but it is good to, when you are shopping, to kind of take a look at, okay, what is my mental state right now? I was looking on Instagram to see like where I saw this, but there was a post that was like, try to, um, like, it was an acronym, but try to figure out like, am I angry? Am I hungry? Mm. Am I like sad or or try to take a checklist of is essentially a checklist of kind of your emotions and your mental state like when you're shopping and that can kind of help you point back to some of the reasons that might be for your compulsive shopping because there's going to be yes there's going to be a feeling and then there's going to you're going to track that back to okay like why am I feeling that what is the re- this is the result of what in my life and then if you keep doing that eventually you'll notice a pattern and then you can get to the root cause. But we don't get there until we take a pause and try to figure it out. And so the first step isn't being perfect in in not shopping or not impulse shopping. The first step is to figure out, okay, why? Mm-hmm. So let's not fight our psychology. Let's try and work with it so that we can solve this problem. Mm. Speaking of solving the problem, let's get into some tips on how to do this. Absolutely. So this next article comes from developgoodhabits.com. What a place to be on the internet. Yes. And they give us nine tips to curb the spending, to stop our impulse buying, interrupt that pattern. And the first one I love, it talks about having a a 30-day, 90-day, (laughs) 30-day, like a 30-day wait list. So if there is something that you want, be patient with it. Start a list, write it down. And if you still want it 30 days from now, great, get it, budget for it. But this just helps to slow us down and not purchase immediately something that we may not actually want. It's just feeding another need that we have. Finder.com has an extension called Icebox, and I know it works for Chrome and Firefox. It might work for Safari, but it essentially replaces the Buy Now button at major sites with a Put It On Ice button. And so you put it on ice, and then you decide the cool-off time, um, 30 days, two weeks, whatever. And after that cool-off time, the button will turn back into a buy now button. So Mm -hmm. obviously you can turn it off um, and there's ways around it, but it is just like a little barrier if you want to practice some patience. I think the only one that we really have trouble with is the grocery store because obviously you have to eat. But I think with the rise of of online grocery shopping, that has really uh, Mm. become easier. So we can stay out of the Aldi aisle of shame. The Aldi finds uh, aisle. Stop. Nothing in that aisle is yes. ever on my list, but <laughs> Aldi Never. found it for me. So. <laughs> right. And it's here for a limited time. Yes. 
But just like don't expect more, like don't expect so much of yourself. Like not because you're not capable, but just because your brain has a finite amount of willpower. And once you exhaust it, you can't expect like anything else from it. That's like how I find myself after my kid goes to bed. Like I've done so good all day. And then I'm like, Travis, please leave and go get me some ice cream or (laughs) tiramisu from Publix was the latest one. But like just avoid it. Mm -hmm. I mean, just look at yourself like you're, you know, it's like I can't do this. So I just, I can't even touch it. I will say ordering groceries online has helped with food impulse purchases. Same, yeah. Because I'm not passing all these other things up and down the aisle. I've got a very specific list. I just search that list and put it in my cart. So yes, that is a great tip for that one. Number three on the list is to find free ways to reward yourself. So sometimes the compulsive, impulsive shopping is a result of, I deserve this, or I had a really hard day, or I need to celebrate, and let me just go out and spend money. (laughs) Uh, It's not about the actual thing. It's about the experience of it. But then by the end of the day, you've spent money. So it's still important to reward ourselves, to celebrate, but to find free ways of doing that. I know for me, just being outside is a reward, especially now that I live in Florida and the sun shines here constantly. Uh, Going to the beach is a reward. Going near water is a reward. Anything, right? Brainstorm yourself. What is life-giving to you? And do those things before you seek to spend money as a celebration. Mm -hmm. Six is always have a list and plan for your purchases. This saves me a lot. I'm kind of flighty in the sense that I tend to get distracted easily. I'll do one thing and then I'll remember I have to do another and then I'll go do that and then I'll do some – I kind of have a hard time finishing things even though like finishing is kind of like my fulfillment. So I have to have a list. If I have a list and I have things written down and a plan, then – I feel like I've, then I can actually get things accomplished. And it's the same thing with impulsive spending. If you have a list, then you can stick to it and you can feel, once you've accomplished your list, you no longer need to put anything into your cart because you have accomplished the task at hand. You can feel proud of yourself. And I don't know if this works for everyone, but it definitely does for me. Um, Once I've completed my list, I'm like, yes, let's get out of here. (laughs) But planning and listing is so helpful when trying to control your spending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, having a use for it ultimately. So it also keeps you from bringing things into your home that you don't actually have a plan for, don't need, won't use. Mm-hmm. I like number five on here too, which is to be mindful of your reaction to impulse spending. So keeping track of what has happened in the past when I've made an impulse purchase, what happened just before, what happened during, what happened after inside of me, my emotions, my thoughts, even some of my visceral reactions. And are those feelings worth the purchase? One of my good friends, shout out to Sharon, has been keeping an emotional journal along with tracking her spending 
And I think we talked about this in the interview with Leslie Tain as well, kind of taking that tracking of spending to the next level where you mark down, maybe even when you want to purchase something, what just happened in your circumstances? What are you feeling around that? What is it leading you to want to purchase? And even just slowing yourself down in that way can help interrupt the pattern, but it can also help us to identify where patterns exist. Like, oh, when I'm feeling angry, that's when I typically go to shop for this thing online. Or when I'm feeling really down or sad or or my day didn't go well. And just beginning to be more aware of ourselves, more mindful of what's happening in our experiences can help us to identify, again, more beneficial ways to respond to those emotions. So I know that that's next level, but it can be really helpful. I just love that idea of pairing the finances and the emotional and mental health together because they do go hand in hand. We just often don't always want to look at those things, but track your spending and your emotions side by side. Try it out. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, I fully believe that it's about working with your psychology and not working against it. So instead of off all purchases and just restricting yourself to living under a rock, let's look at, okay, what are what are my quote unquote issues? Like what are my, you know, the things that keep me from succeeding? How can I either overcome them or work with them until they're overcome? And then also what are the things that light me up and how can I indulge those in a free way? Like there's just, there's so much to be said for finding out like what's underneath the surface and working with that because that in the end is sustainable. If you're trying to work against it, this lifestyle, the frugal lifestyle will not be sustainable. Do you know what lights me up every week for every, the past every three week? years? The bill of the week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Okay, so my Bill of the Week is going to be pet supplies. So, like, all their food, all their grooming, everything. And that's because I really love my pets dearly. So even though they can be pricey, it is well worth it. Yes, I love that. I mean, I don't have any pets, but I know people love their pets. <laughs> it sounds like you take such good care of your pet. And we love these bills where people are values-based spending. Yes. It's not about constantly cheaping out in every category of life, but saving where we can to be able to spend where we want to. So that's so sweet. Thanks for calling in your bill about your pet supplies because you love your pets so yeah, much. Yeah, so you can buy all those cool toys and make all those cute videos that we see on social media. I want to see them from you. So in light of doing two bills of the week, here is our next one. Hi, Jen and Jill. This is Romy from Gainesville, Florida. My bill of the week is that earlier this month, I posted on the Frugal Friends Facebook page about 
my laundry room drywall in need of extensive repairs. And comparing estimated costs between hiring a contractor versus a handyman. Well, thanks to the helpful replies to my post, I ended up hiring no one and doing the repairs myself. That alone saved me about $2,800, and uh, I learned more about home repair. And because I had a $2,000 budget to start with from a check my homeowner's insurance had given me for repairs, I was able to hire help to cover additional things on my improvement list such as floor installation, uh, water heater installation, window repair, and um, my air conditioning, annual maintenance. Um, so all of that, um, I was still able to come under budget. Now my savings is about $750, money that I pay back to my savings for unexpected expenses in the previous month. And that is my bill of the week. Thank you for all that you guys do. I look forward to learning more from you guys every Friday. Bye. Oh, my gosh. I love that. And that is from the Frugal Friends community. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Romy, how amazing to not be fearful of all these daunting repairs, but to figure out how to do it yourself. Uh, That definitely takes grit and problem solving and just a frugal mentality. So well done on all of these renovations that you did yourself and then saving money and then the money that you saved, you put back into your savings. So many amazing things happening here. Thanks for sharing that, Bill. Yes. If you want to submit your bill of the week, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. Leave us your bill if it's about spending money on things that you love to spend money on or saving money on things that you could just do yourself. Let us know. We love to hear them all. Today's bill of the week is brought to you by Policy Genius. April can mean some not so fun things getting fooled, getting rained on, getting your taxes done. So if you need a positive experience to balance it all out, consider shopping for home and auto insurance with PolicyGenius. Head to PolicyGenius.com and answer a few quick questions about yourself and your property. Then PolicyGenius takes it from there. They compare rates from America's top insurers like Progressive and Allstate, and they find you the lowest quotes. The PolicyGenius team will look at all the ways to maximize your saving, including bundling your home and auto policies. And if PolicyGenius can find a better rate than what you're paying now, they'll switch you over for free. That kind of service has earned PolicyGenius a five-star rating across thousands of reviews on Trustpilot and Google. PolicyGenius can promise that you won't leave their website feeling like a fool this April. They've saved customers up to $1,055 per year to their current home and auto policies. Head over to PolicyGenius.com to get started right now. PolicyGenius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. And now it's time for... The Lightning Round. So, we are going to talk about our latest impulse buys because I am convinced 100% of people make impulse purchases because 100% of people are not perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And we will be the first to admit it because Mm -hmm. Jen loves to admit our failures. I love it. Expose to you our vulnerabilities. (laughs) I love it. So that's why I'm going to go first. So go first. Yeah, you love it so much. That's why I'm going to go first. So at first I was thinking I did impulse buy a bag of veggie straws because they were on sale. That was my first thought. So that is a thing that I recently did. But I was like, I'm not going to – that's going to be like a a slap in the face to Jill's. So my (laughs) – Because you know how bad mine is. Mine – was a trip to St. Augustine. Mm. We planned it kind of last minute, and it was just kind of like a getaway because I miss traveling, and it wasn't in the budget. We could have put it in the budget, I guess, but I really, we were just like, everybody's free that weekend. We can go. Booked. Without (laughs) a second thought. I mean, we went with you on that Florida trip, and so I guess that kind of also makes it an impulse purchase for me too. <laughs> well, we did have money set aside for vacation, so we just right. pulled it out of that. We did not. So that was our last uh, impulse spend. <laughs> All right, Jen, here's mine. <laughs> oh, Eric and I just bought a house. Those of you who have been listening for a while, you know this. It's We are first-time home buyers. We're fixing things up. We've been focusing on the outdoors mostly. You've probably heard that Eric is on Facebook Marketplace constantly, and he often finds really great deals, including that he wanted to at one point purchase an indoor water feature, which I immediately vetoed. It did lead to a little bit of tension. Talked about that in a previous episode. So sometimes (laughs) I have control. However, when it came to this one, he found a spiral staircase like that you could put outside at an all wood spiral staircase outdoors, beautiful on Facebook marketplace used I totally co-signed for that one. Didn't plan on having a spiral staircase. Don't actually have a solid use for it, except that it's stunning and I love spiral staircases and we nearly have a flat roof. So we put it outside, put it up against our flat roof. We just go on the roof. People come over. They're like, where does that go? We're like the roof. But like what's up there? We're like Where's- nothing. You could just get up on the roof. Where's it go? The roof. What's up there? The roof. Yes. You can kind of see good sunsets from there, but it's really just about spiral staircases. I love it. I mean, really, I'm pleased for it. No looking back, but it 100% was an impulse buy. We do not need a spiral staircase. It does look stunning, but didn't plan for it at all. I bet you could see amazing sunrises from the roof. <laughs> no one's up that early. Well, one day. No one in their right mind. I'll is up test that early. it one day. 
We would love to hear your impulse buys and impulse buys that you're overcoming. Seriously, if you're in a store and you were about to buy a bag of veggie straws on sale and then you said, you heard my voice in your head and you said, no, I'm not going to do it, please hang out with us in the Frugal Friends community on Facebook, frugalfriendspodcast.com slash group and tell us about it. And thank you so much for listening for three years, whether Mm. you've been with us from the beginning or you are a new listener. We love you and we appreciate you. And you are the lifeblood of this show. You are the reason we do it. So true. And yeah, I feel silly saying that I'm a podcaster, but I'll never quit as long as there are people listening to this show. And thousands of you do every week. So- We are so blessed by you. And thank you so much for your kind reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, like this one from Britty27. Just happens to be five stars. Uh, They say, my favorite podcast. I love listening to the Frugal Friends podcast. Jen and Jill, make it feel like you're chatting with a couple of your best friends. The podcast has given me great tips, along with helping me attempt my first no-spend month a little over one week to go. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Britty. Mm, those no spend challenges, those will also help to rein in some impulse. Absolutely. Spending. We also want to thank our friends who share these episodes on social media. So when you share the latest episode and tag us on Facebook or Instagram, we add you to our monthly drawing. For every five tags and reviews we get each month, we give away a copy of the Frugal Friends Workbook. So keep leaving us reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. They help more than you could ever know. Yes. And send the screenshot to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com to enter that giveaway and or tag us on social. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. Jen, Mm. what should we do to celebrate three years? I was thinking we could reminisce on some past, uh, what I I mean, thoughts over the last three years, like best memories. Ooh, yes. One million downloads. One million downloads was so fun. Mm -hmm. I was so sad. So when we hit 500,000, I was sad that um, the balloons were too expensive to get four balloons was out of my price range. So when we hit 1 million and I could just get two balloons, I was like, yes, <laughs> yes we can afford So that much more now. affordable. And then I reused <laughs> the balloons for my guests who came in town <laughs> to make them feel special. They still had helium in them. So. They did last for a long <laughs> yeah, time. <laughs> Those were worth their money, I guess, if you want to have some sturdy reusable balloons. What about you? What's a highlight? Um... All of the people that we've gotten to talk to, mm-hmm. I think. So some of my favorites have been uh, Joshua Becker. Oh, that, yeah, that was, was a big one. Too. I fangirled hard on that interview. Yes, didn't we all? He called us smart interviewers, though. Afterwards, we didn't catch it. We didn't. We didn't have it recorded. <laughs> but I know. I know what he said to us. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and just a, a bunch of like rock star women who mm-hmm. I don't typically like we don't we don't typically feature people from P, like that PR firms send us like we find our guests mm-hmm. we're very intentional with the guests we bring on and so to feature women 
who have done amazing things in their personal finances that don't typically get recognition elsewhere is probably one of my favorite things that we do. Mm. Highlight for me is the community we've built. I not neither one of us or anyone in our immediate surroundings, I think anticipated that frugal friends would actually like be where it is today. But so much of that, as we've already said, is because of the community that we've built. But I think it's this surprising, this amazing treasure and surprise that has happened is people have connected with this concept, with this idea, with this thing that they're already doing and looking for friends like them, community like them. I love that we are three years in and I really feel like it's not about me, Jill, you, Jen. It's about the frugal friends community, Mm -hmm. Uh, the tips that we all get to share together, the camaraderie, the mutual understanding, the fun. uh, That has been really surprising to me and incredibly enjoyable. Such a gift that has come out of this. I don't know another podcast doing this. Mm. and I mean, and having what we have with the little community we've built, you know, I'm sure they're out there, but like, Ours is so unique and welcoming and inclusive, and it is a treasure. It is Mm -hmm. surely a treasure Um, Mm -hmm. and something I didn't anticipate when we made this Facebook group literally before episode one, and we had no one in there, and it was just (laughs) me posting memes (laughs) all the time. That's kind of what we were known for at first. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was just me posting memes like every other day to see (laughs) this thing lives on its own. Like this is like, this lives outside of Jen and Jill. And we know that because people will join our Facebook group, not even knowing about the podcast. We still about (laughs) once a month get people asking like, what's the name of the podcast? It's like, this is literally, it was the podcast first, then the group, but that's all right. You're just looking for some frugal friends. Yeah. (laughs) We here. We're, yeah, we here, we here. It's, and and now I like know some of you by name. Like I'm sure you're listening and I, I know your face and your name. And I'm like friends with with a lot of you outside of the group and I'm getting like Easter photos. And <laughs> your like family, my your first home. Yeah. Like, We're a part of your family now. Uh, it is absolutely, that is a, that's a blessing. Let's celebrate with a meetup tomorrow. Yes. Okay, see you in person. Bye. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.